OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Talking about the role of OT, practical tools and practical tips. Talking about why the OT, why need OT in school, different signs and factors that OT should be helpful for a student. So we're working with the OT toolbox, and here we're talking signs a student needs OT, occupational therapy in the school for fine motor skill development, especially if the child has difficulty holding the scissors and cutting shapes when age appropriate. Trouble with letter and number formation or reverses letters. Avoids fine motor activity activities has trouble using an effective and functional and proper pencil grasp, fatigue when coloring, difficulty erasing without tearing the paper, writes too lightly or too dark, and written work is illegible, difficulty putting on the coat or managing buttons or zippers or snaps or tying shoes from what is age appropriate, and switches hands during activities. There are some easy ways to build fine motor skills right in the classroom. Here are some strategies to accommodate poor fine motor skills that might impact a student's success in the classroom. So there are some classroom strategies for accommodating for poor fine motor skills at school. Again, this is to help from the help of the OT toolbox, but different things that I've personally implemented in my practice in school also, and giving people advice as well. Try various writing utensils. I rebought the Dr. Grip pen and pencil from when I was a kid. I love that pencil and pen, and that's a wide version. And if you use the golf size pencils, if you use the mini markers, I call them pipsqueak markers from Crayola. I think that's their actual name. And if you break crayons in half, all different ideas, different abilities to do that. There's also the vibrating pen. They might make a pencil also that gives sensory input as well as being a little wider than usual. Work on various writing surfaces like the chalkboard, the slant board, or the easel. We also got an LCD writing tablet, which is phenomenal. Adorable, and they let you write and then erase, and then write and erase. You could also use a kneaded eraser for less required effort when erasing, or an eraser that's different than the pencil, uh, an independent eraser that comes differently than the pencil, not attached. Evaluate pencil grips and try various pencil grips to modify for efficiency. My favorite one is the ergonomic crossover writing grip from the pencil grip. Very easy to use, especially for little kids. Also, the the claw grip, I don't think is the name of it, but there's a grip that goes on the pen and pencil, and it has three spots for the three fingers. Very, very good for older kids to use also. Utilize techniques for organizing papers when motor planning is an issue. Manage papers in bilateral coordination by taping paper to the desk. Finger aerobics exercises for building fine motor skills in the classroom also is helpful. One strategy that is helpful in building fine motor skills in the classroom is finger aerobics. These finger motor movement exercises are activities that can be used by the whole classroom as part of a handwriting warm-up exercise. Kids with poor fine motor skills can oftentimes struggle with hand functions and tool use in the classroom. Finger dexterity activities like finger aerobics promote sensory motor awareness and manipulation of the hands. Finger aerobics are ideal as a transitional movement activity for the whole classroom or brain break type of activity. You could do spider push-ups. You show the students how to place both hands together with palms and fingers touching, then show them how to push the hands away from each other at the palm, but the fingertips remain in contact. Then you have finger pickups. The students should stand at their desk and place their hands flat on the desk surface. They can then pick up each finger in isolation. Ask them to raise each finger from the desk surface three times and then pick up and hold each finger individually for several seconds. Fingertip touch. Ask the students to touch their thumbs to the tips of each of the fingers. They can do both hands at the same time or one hand at a time. Then ask them to touch the tip of their thumb to the base of each finger. They can touch the tip or base of each finger at different speeds as they spell words 
or count in various increments. Next, ask them to touch the tips or bases of each finger with their hands held behind their back or out of their field of vision. You could also do finger sounds. Ask the students to close their eyes. Then the teacher or group leader can ask the students to listen carefully as she makes sounds with their hands. The teacher can make one sound ask the students to repeat the sounds using their hands. Ideas include rubbing the hands together to make a soft swishing sound, snapping, clapping, thigh slapping, finger tapping, or patting the desk. Students should keep their eyes closed as they repeat each individual sound. Fist squeeze. Ask the students to make a fist with both hands, then they should try placing the thumb in different positions and squeezing as hard as they can. Try the thumb at the side of the fingers, wrapped over the knuckles and tucked under the fingertips. Show them how to stretch out the fingers and then repeat. A few more suggestions here from OT Toolbox. Spider crawl. Ask the students to stand up behind their desks. They can then place both hands with the palm and fingers flat on the desk surface. Show the students how to make their hands crawl across the desk. Like spiders, they can move both hands together symmetrically and individually in different directions. Keep the palm lightly positioned on the desk surface. Three left. Finger hand exercises, finger-to-finger opposition, and pinch are all good things to do. Finger muscles. Show the students how to use their other hand to provide resistance for squeezing. They can place their pointer finger or their pointer and middle finger on one hand on the outstretched fingers of the other hand. Ask them to squeeze their fingers together and then try to push against the fingers. Writing gloves. Ask the students to pretend to put a glove on their hands, slowly moving the glove over each finger. They should push each finger down individually. Then they can remove that pretend glove one finger at a time. This is especially calming activity that provides proper receptive input through joint compressions and lastly going fast through the material sorry about that finger ducks ask the students to straighten the fingers and thumbs to create a duck puppet with just their fingers they can make the duck open and close its mouth to spell words count or read then ask them to pretend that the duck ate a lemon as they pull the fingertips into the palm this is a great activity that strengthens the limber the lumbrical muscles of the hands all these are great activities anything they can use with the hands and the desk and the chairs at home or the table are all great things to do join us next time as we talk about a meal prep idea here on ot talk with mr t and i'm your host mr t